Aloha. We're back from the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. No, wait. You get it. From the theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Episode 397 of the show. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for involving yourself. If you are not already, I should. I would like to encourage you to join our bonus content offering. Five bucks a month gets you the entire show dropped the night before the regular show without commercial interruption and featuring a whole bunch of bonus content that's not on the regular show like a very an A-list starlet who's asked the greatest chef on the planet Guy Fieri to officiate her wedding we're going to talk about that you can only get that if you're listening to the bonus content Additionally, some Texas woman drinks 12 gallons of milk a week. That's a lot. I think that's her whole family, but still, we need to calm down on the milk. Um, there's all sorts of stuff that we talk about. I don't know who Zayn Malik is, but he smokes too much weed, and that's why Harry Styles won't go on a jet with him. Whoa, because he smokes. Are you even allowed to smoke weed on a jet? I didn't know that. We're going to talk about it. Lots and lots of extra discussion happens, and you're just not going to get it unless you're subscribing to the bonus content of the show. Click the link in the show notes of whatever app you're listening to the show on. Right now, you can subscribe there or just go to theballerlifestyle.com. Click the link at the top of the page. Uh, also, if you would like to reach out, you can do so via the email address, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com, or you can send us a voicemail. Leave us a voicemail. 949-464-TBLS. That's it. I am joined now, as I am always, by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, what's up? Hey, we have a mystery to solve. Uh Uh-oh. So, I can only think it's a listener, because I, I, I got something in the mail that doesn't make a lot of sense for me Uh oh oh no i got a t-shirt in the mail yeah. that i didn't order yeah and i don't know of anybody like nobody's claiming credit so i think it's somebody and it's a bizarre t-shirt it's a picture of like one of the typical uh, uh ufos like the circular ufo yeah the disc thing. yeah yeah the disc looking thing yeah and it says, get in, loser. We're doing butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like kind of funny, but like, what? Why? <laughs> Why is that? Why did that show up at my house with nothing attached to it? No note, nothing. That's a weird thing to have There's to not, your door. Did it come from Amazon? It came from... Might have been Etsy or some, something like that. It wasn't get, Amazon. Get in, loser. We're doing butt stuff. Does it? Did it say from Paul? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's so bizarre. I'll send you a picture. Maybe that could be the picture of the uh, the episode. But it's it doesn't it doesn't make sense. 
No, that's well, it doesn't make sense that you're getting gifts and I'm not. Now, look, I'm not I wearing it. I'm not wearing a yeah. shirt. This is getting. That? No, of course not. I would never wear that. I don't wear shirts with sayings on them for the most part, but I'm definitely not wearing a shirt that says get in, loser, we're doing butt stuff. But that said, I don't want to be I don't want to be left out here. I I get it. Yes. But at the same but, time, it's like, I can't. Uh, when, when am I going to wear that? I was thinking, yeah. like, maybe I'll just tell my my son to wear it to bed. You know, he can, like, have it. Yeah. Without ever yeah. wearing it outside. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to, wa- you know, fuck, you know, it sucks. Is we recently lost Hoboken Jesus. Right. He, he could have used a new shirt. Yes. He would have looked great in it. You could have handed that out. Maybe you can find another similarly sized. I'm assuming it's an XL. Yes. You find an XL size homeless guy and give him your get in loser. We're doing butt stuff shirt. You see that I sent it to you. Do you see it? It's like, hold on. It's no. kind of like look right now. beautifully done. Yeah. But I don't really know what. what oh, it is to? nice. You know, it's like it's an attractive design. Yes, it is. It's it's got good. Um, Graphic it's design, good, de- yeah, good graphic design, good design work. It's but not still, a bad shirt, but I can't. No, I mean, no, dad in no, town, I can't wear no, that. No, you can't. You definitely can't, and you wouldn't. I mean, it's the it's it's very Paul esque. It's uh, <laughs> I just yeah. Some hey, somebody mailbag at the ballerlifestyle dot com nine four nine four six four eight two five seven. Let us know. Did you send Ed the butt stuff shirt? I got a salted nut roll. I grabbed right before starting the show. Oh yeah, which which this one is, is it? Not the is, not the is, apple pie. I hope. Now nah, this is the spicy. You 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 gave it high praise. Yeah, oh, I love the spicy. It's the best one. Um, it's darker. I can already tell. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I love it more than original, but it's in that class. It's This is very good. Uh, okay, Ed, give us your thoughts. The spicy nut roll. What do you think? Really good. Really good. In the Re- category with the original. Right. Yeah. It's it's this. It's the one. It's like one one a the original spicy whichever you like best you can't go wrong and it's not either. too spicy no no it's not it's, too spicy it's, it just gives it a good. little just gives it a little, little spice note yeah 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 i like it I'm, I'm a fan um i like it too it's it's my favorite of the spicy nut roll genre which we are big fans of here on the show thanks to our friend lee and uh, so as we record this Oh, well, two things, two things I want to ask you about. Today is the seventh, I think. How is your no nut November going? So that's a thing, right? (laughs) Yeah, I just, I saw something about it today and I got to be honest, I failed. I've I've nutted in November. I didn't know I wasn't I nobody alerted me that I was supposed to not nut. And also like going an entire month is 30 days has November. There's so it's a 30 day month, November. 
that's still, I mean, even being in the, in the shorter category of months by one day, that's still just far too long to go without. I'm just, busting. I'm going with the no, I'm going with the no shave November. I do that just cause it's fun to not have to put a razor blade on my face, but <laughs> that I is good. November. No, November. I I started it for for like a charity thing like years ago, and I was like, yeah, you know what? This is my excuse to never shave in the month of November ever. No, it's great. It's great. And so, I like it. Um, but no, I mean that I would just yeah. be so ornery. I know. I like. It's, I don't for what? It's good. It's not, not. It's good. It's it feels not a good. Medical, get the poison out. But I don't. Right. I don't get. I don't get like the. Is there? Is there it's, some sort of medical? I don't reason? know. Are, let's hold on. Let's let's study the origins of this because I want to know. No nut November lyrics. It's a song. Hold on. That's a garbage song. I'm oh, you know it. it? Oh, no, yeah, I'm okay. just saying. Oh, who would sing know. about that? Yeah, no. you don't sing about bad things. Okay, here's the wiki. No nut November is an internet challenge revolving around abstinence. I'm out in which participants abstain from masturbation and orgasming during the month of November. It o- originated in the early 2010s and grew in popularity on social media during and after 2017. Although how could that gain popularity? See, this is what, this is what people don't realize. Although no nut November was originally intended to be satirical some participants claim that abstaining from ejaculating and watching pornography has health benefits. No, these people are assholes. An urban dictionary entry for No Nut November was published in 2011. And in 2017, the movement started to gain popularity on social media. It is associated with the No Fap. Disgusting. I can't believe I even said that. I just, like, no, why would you say it? I burgundied right there. I just read it. Like if I knew that was coming, <laughs> I wouldn't have said it. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. Exactly, which encourages its members not to masturbate. Is this like um, who are those guys that we talk about? The incels. Is this in, related to the incel community? I, the I re- bet it is. Like the yeah, people the, who weren't going to yes. have that option anyway, right? The natural way, and so they're they're just like, hey, let's make it a thing where they're like, let is- they're like, let the chads do all the coming. We'll be over here, you know, investing in crypto. And then it's like, you know, like they're, they think they're winning, but really they want to be coming too. Uh, the Reddit community r slash no nut November grew from 16,500 subscribers in November 2018 to 52,000 subscribers in 2019. Yeah, it's just more numbers, bigger numbers. Uh, oh no, oh no. It's got far right connections, Ed. After some far right public figures, it's always the guys that can't fuck that make it like a virtue not to fuck, including Paul Joseph Watson. Oh, he sounds bad. Promoted the campaign. EJ Dixon of Rolling Stone suggested that the movement has been co-opted by the far right. Like Pepe the Frog. You know. Oh, oh, and then there's another thing. Oh, this I this I think I might be able to get into, Ed. Destroy Dick December. 
is a related internet challenge following no no November, which serves as a counterpoint, encouraging participants to take part in sexual activities such as intercourse and masturbation. I like how they had to list them. After abstaining from them during the previous month, each day participants in the challenge orgasm or in quotes, nut. I hate that too. A number of times equal to the day's place in the month. It's very crass. I don't like. I don't like like nut either. Starting with one nut on the 1st of December and ending with 31 nuts on the final day. Well, no one can do that. That seems like too much. Uh, hey, you know, I, I'm in a, yeah. uh, a long-term, very monogamous, you know, very monogamous, but like yeah. solid thing. Yeah. And it's what the seventh, eighth. And yes. yeah. And she was away for four of the, yeah. those days. Yep. And I still didn't participate because Same. like, come on, what, what am I doing? Well, I had to think too, because my chick was gone all weekend and I'm like, oh, it's the, the seventh of the month. Maybe I haven't nutted this month. And then I recalled that, yeah, I just did a few days ago. So I'm. Yes, <laughs> I was in the same boat. I, yeah. I had that same thought. Did the math. Like, oh, maybe, yeah. maybe it's. And it's like, no, it was like Wednesday. Like not that okay. I would, not that I would participate. It would be kind of like our friend, um telly when he's like dry jan fam doing dry jan fam and And then then it's like january January 4th 4th. yeah he's he's like never he he sends the obligatory never drinking again again. (laughs) Uh, okay ed we are joined now we have a special guest this week which is always exciting let's see if this works we had some connection issues earlier hopefully we can link up with him because he's it's always a pleasure to have him on the show he's he's a friend of ours he's written a new book which is exciting ed's got a book out our other friend, Mark the Nomad, has a book out. He joins us now. Mark Lennox. Mark, how are you, buddy? I'm doing well. Hopefully, I sound hey, better. Oh, oh, you sound so amazing. What, do that, do that the first time. You said, you're you like a Jay Stu. He's like, I, uh, he was like spelunk. He was spelunking. He sounded like he was in a cave. Yes. You guys forget that I have an unreasonable amount of children. So I was trying so to many uh, kids. find a yeah. place in the yeah, house yeah, where I wasn't yeah. disturbing the yeah. peace. Excessive amount of kids. Yeah, you got, you got four kids. Yeah. And that's that's way too many. Wow. And f- listeners of the show will recall that you actually took matters into your own hands yep. without your without the permission of your without discussing it. Well, maybe you discussed it. I don't know. I don't remember now. But you got clipped, and your wife was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 dog!" Yeah, that was a joint decision that you uh, kind of leapt off. You know, like jumping off the with the bungee cord attached. Uh, just yes. me. And then we you gotta do, the you're going to do that together. Yeah. yeah. You 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 snipped it, and then she's like, "Oh no, no, we, we we're having more." And then you had to drive to Oklahoma to get a, a faith healing Christian, somebody who which, I bet probably participates which, in No Nut November sure. doctor to to pray over your balls before he undid the unholy snipping. The prayers worked, but doesn't it sound like it, it would be yeah, a bullshit? Worked. It doesn't sound like it would be a bullshit thing. And it did work because he's yeah. he's produced since. Yes. yes. No, that's crazy. That's crazy. Two, two more. I love that. That's two and then, more. And then I had it snipped again. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Wow. But this time, you know, it's yeah, a, that, you're not that going plumbing back. is that plumbing is wrecked. I don't. Yeah. yeah I will tell you that the doctor that did the final vasectomy after it was over, he like patted me on the chest and he was like, you can do no more things down here. Like, this is wow. it. Yeah, <laughs> great bag. Yeah. Uh, so, t- so 
Mark, you, everyone knows you from the show. They know you from your fantastic Twitter feed where you rage about the Michigan Wolverines. Now I will say I've been better, weekend. right? Like I've toned it down oh, yeah? somewhat. You've, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was thinking that after the Michigan State game, I was thinking he's he's really he's really matured right in yeah. front of our yeah. eyes. Yeah, just because well, it's yeah, it's it's got to be hard, yeah. you know. It's, and it's you're not there's no wins coming either on the field or in your living room when you're yelling at the I team. I believe passion is well, important, and uh, it's just doing it over the years. Yeah, no, it's good. That's good. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that too. Like a lot of times. Like I have a hard time. I, it feels daunting to me to pay attention to sports. And so like the Lakers, everyone knows that listens to the show that I'm the biggest Lakers fan on the face of the earth. I would say that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Everyone knows that. But now the Lakers are bad this year. And I'm like, it's kind of like a relief to me because I, ne- I ne- now I'm like, oh, I don't have to watch any games. I don't have to pay attention. I don't have to know what's happening because it just, I'm just so old. It just feels like work to have to know that kind of stuff and be involved. Oh, yeah. It's, it's much better when it's just like an, an escape, a respite. Well, I mean, like we we're it, talking it about is a beauty. no nut November and uh, my, our yeah. chief rival is the Buckeyes, which is a nut. And I'm going on yeah. 20 years of no nut November here. So like after a while, you're just like, I'm over. Oh, hold on. The buck a Buckeye is, a, I thought it was like a flower. It's a hairless like a nut? Shut up. Yeah. You know, the things they put on the, uh, on the helmets. Yeah. No, I know that. I I didn't know. I never knew what that was. I thought it was like a leaf or something. It's a tree nut. Yeah, it's a yeah. nut. Unbelievable. Um, so you've written a book. Yes. Wait, have you nutted this month? Yes. You have nutted. Hey. So we're all, the three of us have all. Yeah. We've all busted yeah. big nuts. Didn't okay. participate. No. Good for you. Um, what's tell us about your book? Is it about Christmas? No, no. My book's actually called oh. "Get In Loser." Oh. We're doing butt stuff. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a promotional. Yeah, that, that was, was my a, shirt. Uh, that was a little grab bag. <laughs> no, no. My um, my book uh. is a um, a fiction thriller. You know, that was always the uh, the genre that I was drawn to uh, when mm-hmm. I, you know discussed for years, you know, becoming a writer and taking the time out to try to craft something from nothing, um, heavily influenced by, you know, like Dennis Lehane and Michael Connelly books. So kind of in that vein, but, um, it's called the tongue thief, uh, comes out in a couple of weeks. Uh, it'll be digital and, um, you can get a paperback copy once I get my, uh, my store up on my website. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been like a three and a half year process. COVID really threw a wrench into the production process. And um, it's been quite a journey to get this book in print. But I'm really excited that it's, it's you know, coming to fruition. Nice. So when when yeah. did you first when did you first have the idea for this this specific story? So uh, there's a lot of stuff in the story that, you know, we, we, I pulled from my actual childhood. You know, uh, there's a lot of like middle school, low level crime things that we did, you know, pre AOL. Um, Cause the story takes place in 1994, but you know, woven within that is a murder mystery about one of the, you know, very similar to like a stranger things kind of story where there's like some close friendships and um, you know, the story is built around this idea that um, the main character in the story, this kid, Kevin, he loses his sister and the police um, arrest the wrong guy for the crime. Oh my God. And, um, you know, long story short, they, they approach the cop that arrested the wrong guy with proof that he did. And he actually helps them off the book, 
try to solve the real crime. But in like the very early age of the internet, when everything was on bulletin board systems and you would do like peer to peer connections and everything was very ASCII and text based and, you know, kind of like this idea that there was an, an original internet predator prior to the World Wide web exploding, a local internet predator. Ooh, oh, wow. interesting. very interesting. Well, I'm excited. I'm happy for you. I'm excited to check out the book. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on the sequel uh, right now. What an accomplishment. Yeah. Oh, wow. Already getting balls deep into <laughs> it. Look at you. Amazing. Incredible. Yeah. Are there any boy wizards? There are no wizards. There's no fantasy. <laughs> there's no, uh, you know, telepathy. So um, I tried to pull from a lot of the the dumb things that I did as a child. Um, you know, just yeah. to give you an idea, like one of the one of the setups in the story is that, you know, these three friends, they have the I'm sure Brian, you know this, but back in the day, you could cut the ends off of a, an old rotary phone and put alligator clips on it and clip into people's phone lines and dial whatever you wanted. Yes. Right. Yes. So you could do prank calls yes. that way. Um, yes. And there was also this program called Credit Master, where you could even, you know, you could generate fake credit card numbers. And the true story my brother, my friends, and I, we would generate these fake credit card numbers and plug into a payphone and have like computer parts and stereos shipped to houses that were being built and we would just sign for them. So we would always have the best equipment, the best stereos, like, you know, you're a fucking criminal. Yeah. They were fake credit cards. So once they they didn't belong to anybody, so you would just, you're stealing from the man, man, you know, like Napster kind of stuff. But, um, we did that for a long time and I kind of built some of those, those themes into the story that these kids are good kids, but they were like low level internet shitheads back in the day when it was not being monitored. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh geez. Yes. Do you, uh, I, I've, I have not written, um, fiction. Do you write it in a, um, a linear way or do you have Mm. an idea of like, do I want to, I want to include this or I I want the conclusion of the book to be like this. Mm -hmm. And do you like just make notes or do you flesh out a scene or you just write, you know, a complete linear story. Stephen King kind of screwed me over because I I read his book on writing after he got into like a devastating accident and he wrote a book on his writing process. And his whole purpose was like, Hey, it doesn't matter what you do. Sit down and write 2000 words a day. You don't have to have an aim or a focus. You just sit down and you write. And if you love what you do, you'll do it. And I always tried to do that because that guy was like my idol growing up and I failed miserably at everything I tried to write. Um, It wasn't until I took a class on, truly like outlining a book from start to finish that I had the book finished in a, you know, paragraph form. Like I had a paragraph for each chapter with what I wanted to accomplish in each chapter. So it was easier to stay on track and that you could, you know, weave because the main character that the detective is kind of like, you know, someone who grew up in the Detroit punk scene. And I knew I listened to a lot of punk when I was a kid, you know, like bad religion, um, screeching weasel, like early green day, stuff like that. And, um, I wanted to build that into the character, but also, you know, drop little, so I would always post like, Hey, this is the album he would be listening to while he was Mm. looking at crime scene photos to help him figure out what was going on. You know, there's a, a pretty important scene in there where He's listening to Let It Be by The Replacements and, it, you know, some things get unlocked for him. So music is pretty heavily woven into the story as well because that was a huge influence on me. Nice. That's very good. I had a fucking question and I lost it. <laughs> um, is there any sex in the story? There's mm. not. Is, is there nutting? 
Because I, I like this month. Say, I I would think it would be awkward to write about sex because every time I read it, it seems it weird. sucks. Um, I'd rather it's just implied because the, when people write it, it's like real cheesy sounding. Yeah, I think you know in the early draft of the story because when I you know when I first wrote the book, it it got up to one hundred and sixty thousand words, and you know there are rules when you're trying to submit a book to get an agent or even a publisher especially if it's your first story, it can't really go above a hundred thousand words. So I had to cut 60,000 words out of the story. So there's like a director's cut that's poorly edited, but tells the story in a much grander fashion that I had to cut out. Um, and there is like a mild relationship that the, the detective has in there, but even writing it, I was like, this doesn't feel genuine. You know, like that was the easy part for me to cut out because, you know, I, I didn't think it, it didn't yeah. impact the story. I'm not trying to sell a romance novel, you know? Yeah. When, when I, uh, not to make this about me, when I wrote my history book, the first draft was 250,000 words. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to have to cut this in half. Yeah. So it's hard. It's hard to cut. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to, to disagree with yourself to like say what I did is not worth anyone reading. It's hard. Yeah. I, I can. Impress. Yeah. You put a lot of love into it. Exactly. Uh, well, we're stoked to have you here, Mark. I appreciate it, guys. You wanna, Thank you, you so want, much. You want to hang out? We talk sports here. You want to hang out and, and discuss some sports with I'll, us? I'll hang out as long as you'll have me. Okay, Ed, let's talk some sports. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my cool rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. I might enjoy on DVD. Ed, what is going on in the world of sports this week? So the big news in sports this week was Aaron Rodgers. And there are certain uh, there are certain rules about if you test positive for COVID in the NFL, um, if you're vaccinated, they can test again in a couple of days. And it was immediately announced, oh, Rodgers will not be available for over a week or whatever. And so – they knew it meant he wasn't vaccinated. And um, within a day or two, he was on the Pat McAfee show uh, defending himself. And he uh, he defended himself for misleading reporters about getting vaccinated. And in the interview, he called himself a critical thinker, but then later said he got medical advice from his new good friend, Joe Rogan. Mm. And people people started circulating some of his fiance Shailene Woodley's uh, dubious medical theories online. Like she's she's a proponent of eating clay and making her own medicine. Um, but clay. that was the big story. Yeah. yeah. Do you think um, because some guy on the Raiders murdered somebody this week? Do you think that guy like sent cards and flowers to? Aaron Rodgers because everyone's talking about Aaron Rodgers and not the guy that murdered somebody with his car. Well, that's like, uh, you know, sharks and Gary Condon. Right. Send a <laughs> right. thank you note to Muhammad Atta. 
Um, yes, exactly. Yes, nine eleven saved <laughs> saved Gary Condit. So what is I? I just I don't understand the theory. So he's he got his advice from from the male uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, Joe Rogan. Um, if you're not into the vaccine, but you're taking ivermectin, like, is it that you you're afraid of what's in it? Or I mean, because do you know what's in ivermectin? And do you do you study everything? Like, what I don't get what's in it. If you're going this far, it's one thing if you're just saying I'm not taking anything, putting anything in my body. But if you're taking ivermectin, you are putting some different kind of chemical in your body. What what's the what's the point here? What's the goal? Well, it seems to me like he wanted it both ways. Like he wanted to be able to say he wanted to not do anything, which I think is pretty fair for a however what's he like 37? You know, he's he's at the he's in peak physical condition. He's at very low risk for any adverse reactions from COVID. But not so, from spreading it. Yeah, but he you can spread it if you're vaccinated. Just the same. Uh, at much lower rate. Yeah, I, th- I think that the troubling part for me is that, you know, uh, when uh, people get on and and use a, a major platform like that, and I think Rogan's guilty of it. I think someone referred to Aaron Rodgers as throw Rogan. Um, but the, <laughs> the thing good. that always fascinates me is the people that are like, I'm a critical thinker. I do my own research. Well, I mean, there's a big difference between doing confirmation bias on the internet to find shit that, you know, vibes with what you feel, which is what most people do when they research things on the internet. So, you know, for Jay Stu, it would be on Bing, but most people would Google that stuff and just be like, <laughs> oh yeah, well, this is exactly what I think. And now I feel good. Um, they're not running a hypothesis, running a test, having the test fail, changing the variables, and then coming to a conclusion that's fucking research. That's what they pay scientists to do. That's what they pay academics to do. So when someone goes on the internet and goes, well, I clicked a couple of Facebook posts and took a poll and then binged results that vibe with what I think, you're not doing your own research. You're just soothing yourself so you can do whatever the fuck you want. And to, to say that that's like a normal reaction in the world is, is really part of the problem. I mean, Shame on Pat McAfee for giving him the voice to be like, you know, I, I, I ate horse paste this week and I get people can do these monoclonal immunity things. But at the end of the day, we've almost eradicated diseases because of vaccines and dipshits like Aaron Rodgers are why my kid might get chicken pox or smallpox. That bugs <laughs> the shit out of me. It's, it uh, seems to me like, though, he's doing – he didn't have any real – I mean, I, I don't know him. I don't know anything about him. But it seems to me like he just didn't want to do anything and then, but wanted people to think that he did. And then when he got caught, he kind of backpedaled and grasped for anything that made it seem like he had a plan in the first place, which yeah. I don't think he did. I mean, I can attest to something here. Like, you know, part of my job, I work for a very conservative – Christian organization as my full-time gig. And part of our insurance policy, they don't give you any birth control. Like you can't use anything with our insurance for birth control related things because of the beliefs of our job are we don't vibe with birth control because we're Catholic. Well, part of his job 
is to keep himself healthy enough to perform and do his gig. And when you have companies and corporations saying like, like even fucking Newsmax is saying you have to be vaccinated now and they push more anti-vax shit than most people, but they require all their employees to be vaccinated. So what you're feeding the public and what you're actually applying in the real world are two vastly different things. And that bugs me that people will take the face value rather than just being like, well, you're being a fucking hypocrite. Don't lie to us. Yeah. Just say I'm not an immunized or inoculated. Say, yeah, I didn't get the vaccine, but you know, I followed our team's protocols and I felt like I was in a good spot. It was disingenuous to me. Yeah, that's that's the thing is he's he's trying to not do it, but he's trying to act like he did do it, and that's kind of the bullshit of of the whole thing to me. Yeah. And uh, as okay. a, uh, and knowing a guy who who uh, I, I, one of my friends uh, is friends with one of his teammates for like eight years, nine years on the Packers and said, uh, he, he, he likes to consider himself the the smartest guy in the room. And he kind of looks down on others on, on the way they are. And he, he's got all the answers. He's got the answer key and that's the way he, he goes through life. And so well, that's why he's not, he's got a great arm, but he's not well liked in the league. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. He hosted Jeopardy. Uh, Ed, what else is going on? Uh, the principal at Inglewood High School in California apologized for its football team's 106 to nothing victory over Morningside. Inglewood went for two up 104 to nothing. USC commit Justin Martin threw 13 touchdowns. Okay. Lots. Yeah. I mean, there's probably, you know, these guys all know each other. So there's probably like, they probably hate each other's guts, like the coaches. <laughs> but right. I, but, but for, for what? So you're, I mean, who gains from this? It's so it's yeah. just so shitty. It's one thing you can smoke somebody. You could you could drop seventy on them, but going for two up one hundred four to nothing. Yeah. Like, and they had rules that if the coaches agree, you can let the clock run. And this guy refused. He was like, they were up something like fifty nine nothing in the first quarter. How's there no mercy? Yeah, they, they have that rule in how, Florida. How do you not just quit? Both both coaches have to have to agree to the oh, mercy rules. See, in Florida, if you get up, in, even in a high school football game, if you get up 35 to nothing, they don't care. They don't even ask the coaches. If it's 30, if you're up by 35 points, they run the clock. So they don't even, like, you can make a choice in the first half. Do you want to run the clock? But as soon as the second half starts, if you're getting smoked, they're like, yeah, we're going home, dude. It's hot out. Yeah, that's how it should be. Like it's, And how are they even in the same league? Yeah. If one team can beat another team by a hundred, yeah, I, I feel like he should be subject to some sort of penalty. Well, if it's pu- if it's public schools, you, Those are you public schools, ha- but you sometimes have complete disparity of, of talent level. Yeah, like it's not, yeah. If it's one thing, if it's like a certain um, private area where where they all have kind of talented pools to choose from but some you know i i remember in in high school some sometimes you'd be in the same division with a team that could beat you by 30 and another team you could beat by 30 it's all right. over the place but all right well good for hopefully somebody gives it back to them uh Bar- barstool sports founder dave portnoy has been accused of violent humiliating and terrifying sex by multiple women sounds like assault yeah i mean i saw a video of him he like leaked a sex tape not that long ago oh, and it was no. pretty disturbing i may maybe that's why he was like trying to maybe he was trying to get ahead of this because he knew this was coming out 
but it doesn't, didn't he, hasn't he been quoted as like saying like people should be raped and like, I mean, he's yeah, a pretty he's bad guy. For, he's called for the rape of, uh, reporters that have a uh, female reporters that have uh given him a bad yeah yeah that's the yeah. biggest it, problem with barstool is not just that um you know there's a lot of crazy misogynistic you know wild stuff that they say it's that they have this rabid internet frat boat frat bro fan base that if you criticize them in any way most people don't yeah. talk bad about barstool not because they don't want to but they f- legitimately fear retribution and that culture is cultivated by the owner. Yeah, for sure. It's it's like a bully. It's like a, it's like a mob. He's he's got like a, a mob of of I don't even know really Stoolies. what they do. Like they have some podcasts, right? Yeah, so they started out it's it's mostly gambling. Like they started out as like a gambling oh. site and it grew into a lot of, you know, uh, the whole point of the site was to shock people to get headlines. So I can tell you from following some of it over the years, and I, I do still consume some of the podcast content because I'm a huge college football guy, but I don't listen to the stuff that Portnoy produces, but they don't consider this. What, what's happening right now is not bad to them. They, they, right. This is just part of the brand. People are talking about yeah, us. Like- the, we're, it, they they create characters at their company, so they want people talking about it. They have their own like little real world style reality show where they film each other and then have a recap of all the things that happened to Barstool. So it's this weird cultish thing that uh, people hoard and protect. And I think it's easy to get intoxicated by stuff like that. Interesting. Um, it's like a very angry Deadspin, right? Yeah. Like anytime I've clicked on a Barstool, that's that's the vibe that I get like just super angry, angry, uh, almost like the, uh, the incel kind of crew. Yeah. Like and it's growy incel com hybrid. And it's badly written. Oh yeah. I'm, yes. Horribly written. Yeah. Th- there's a tagline on there and their whole mantra is for the common man. So it kind of taps into that whole, this yeah. is the space where we can come and be bros. Like, no elites. you know, they, all the people that read it, they get their haircut at sport clips they're putting, you know, they really love Old Spice commercials and they will kick your ass if you talk shit about their very short leader. Yeah. Interesting. Who, who runs really weird. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah mannerisms. Very awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the horse punch debacle at the Olympics was so traumatic for the modern pen- pentathlon that the sport is completely getting rid of horse riding. Well, that's a. Isn't that the only thing they do? They do like shooting and swimming. It's so weird, but it the woman had the biggest lead in history. And then the horse is like, and like Mr. Nibbles or whatever his name is. He was like, no, nah, I'm not jumping over shit. And she just started crying and then they punched the horse. And Yeah. So then now it's just shooting. Doesn't that already exist? I think it, 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 uh, it its origins were like this was the uh, fitness test to see if you could be like an 18th century soldier. Uh, Ed, what else is going on in sports? Um, so Phoenix Suns owner Robert Robert Sarver was accused of repeatedly using the N word. Uh, Sarver admits to it, but only using the N word once. I mean, you know, it sounds like there's a guy he should talk to. Yeah, putting in the work. Well, maybe he either he needs to put in the work or potentially. Much like dog. Oh, did he get a pass? Maybe he's got an N word hall pass. 
did Cedric Sabalos give it Sabalos give him the uh the pass? <laughs> Could be Kevin Johnson may right. have. I gotta tell you, there's a follow-up to this story that adds an extra layer of like what the fuck to it. It's that after these allegations showed up, he showed up to an event with Colin Kaepernick, kind of like, see, uh, I'm not racist. Shut up. Yeah, like, oh, oh look, I, I brought my I, my my buddy, my Black Lives I, I Matter got, friend. I have a black friend. Check this out. Yeah. Yes. Well, at least he didn't show up with with Sage Steele, who hates black people. <laughs> right. Right. What, um, uh, what is he, what is he accused of? Like he would just use just like use that word, like yeah. But in the history of people, has somebody only used yeah. the n word once? No. Like you got that in the vocabulary. No. And it's come out in public. It, it's something you use. Was was he? And I'm not saying this excuses it. Was he rapping along to a too short song? <laughs> no. I mean, I I'll never forget the time I did uh, I did Tupac's changes in uh, in uh, uh, karaoke. I was like, I know the song, and. Yeah. Yeah. I look, scanned the room and there was a black guy in the room and I was like, let me see. Oh, wait a second. I can't. You know hmm. what? Why, why don't we just cut out of this song? I, I, I can't do it. Can uh, we do a Sugar Hill Gang instead, guys? Uh, that makes me really <laughs> yeah. uncomfortable. Wow. How about uh, well, Baby Got Back? Let's keep it real simple. Even better. They'll force them to sell the team, right? Like, they can do that. They have the power to do that. I mean, they all get together. Can't, why can't Jim Dolan get caught using the N-word? He's... He allows Isaiah Thomas to sexually harass people, yeah. but they they can't kick my uh, Dan Dan Snyder. He can't drop an end bomb. He does I all know. these terrible things to women. I can't. I, I love that Gruden got caught in the crossfire of like yeah. we're trying to nail Dan Snyder. Oh, Gruden, <laughs> see yeah. you, buddy. Well, they like they like he was the sacrificial lamb. They're like nothing to see here besides Gruden. You got Gruden right. We're out of here. Well, you you know who hurts the most is uh, Frank Caliendo. He's only got like two impressions. One of them's John Madden, who hasn't worked in years, yeah. and the other's Gruden. I yeah. I thought Madden might have been, you know, like kicked off, but he's still he's still hanging in there. I didn't know Caliendo was still around. I didn't know John Madden was still alive. Yeah, he is. He is. He is. Yeah. How uh, fucking okay. old is this guy? Oh, let's do that. Now John Madden has a bad he's he's ripe for the vid. He sh- he should be locked in a vault somewhere cuz he's both he's both overweight, I assume, and he's got to be really old. He when did he when, when do we think he retired? Like early 2000s? Yeah, I mean, think about he—he was a—he was a—he won the Super Bowl for the Raiders, like let's say mid seventies. Yeah, as a coach, he retired in two thousand eight. Whoa! And I would—I would have guessed he was pushing—he was pushing pushing the Ocho at the time. Yeah, Yeah. easy. He's looked like terrible for years. Well, think about it. In the seventies, if he's like a forty-year-old coach. And that was forty. Yeah, yeah. I I would say he's eighty eight. 
88. Yeah. I got him. So if he returned, if, if he was 79 in 2008, I'm going to get a bunch of texts about how I'm bad at math. If he was 79 in 2008, that makes him what? Like 93. I'm going to go with 93 years old. I'm, I'm feeling 91 ish. Yeah, for 91, sure. 93. I mean, if we're, you know, price is right rules. We've all gone over born April 10th. 1936, John Madden is a sprightly 85 years old today. He could still he could still be working. I'm surprised he's retired. That's that's very young. That's the new 75, 85. I, I one time saw him in public, like in uh, I think Carmel. Maybe I yeah. saw him, and it, he looked like he was kind of melting then. And that was 20 years ago. Yeah, I mean, I'm, let me guess. He was a huge asshole to everyone around him. No, I, I mean, oh. he was just by himself, but he he looked slow moving 20 years ago. Yeah. I, I just imagine. always remember him being associated with my terrible Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving and being like, who wants turkey yeah, leg? Turkey duck. And, and, and uh, yeah, and just driving that giant bus and being afraid of planes. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the guy. Okay, let's do, let's listen to some voicemails. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He sees down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus so fucking boring. And worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tits. He's my mom. Okay. First voicemail. Would you like to play a game? Hey, guys, oh. this is Stephen H. Stephen H. Town. He's got big, Yikes. big Gacy vibes. It's a little terrifying. And he's he's leaned into it, which is that's the, the thing. He's leaning in hard, and <laughs> I wish I wish it were Ish. Do you 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 have any thoughts on the whereabouts of Ish, Mark? Um, no, I I think Ish fell off the face of the earth. You know, he he was one of those guys that would pop in your DMs and you know uh, say very awkward things. Uh, you know, send you a friend request on Facebook and be like, "Well, your wife's hot," and I'm like, uh, oh. Good talking, yeah. um, and yeah. then just vanished. Yeah, see you later, ish. Uh, yeah. Well, he's a good. Like to hear from him. He's a good. He's guy. a fan of yours. Yeah, he's a he's a good guy. He's a fan of me. He's to quote us. He's to like put out our greatest hits. Yes, he would. He would listen and he would tweet us stuff we said. And I was like, did I say that? Yeah, I felt like all good about myself when yeah, he tweeted. It's nice. Okay, let's hear from Steve. H Town, and y'all were wondering the Scarface why. They went to a drug dealer, one had drugs, one had money, and things went south. Okay, go back to the scene after they killed Rabenga and Tony and what's his name go up to Omar for the next job, and Tony starts talking shit, and he starts acting like a badass to Omar. Just This is when they're dishwashers, right? This is when right. he's talking about when they first encounter uh, F. Murray Abraham. Expecting him. And Omar reaches in his shirt to pull out a gun and kill Tony and then right there on 
street, and the driver goes, yo, yo, dude, what about the Colombians? And he goes, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So they send them to the Colombians to do two bird to kill two birds with one stone, man, because they knew the Colombians were going to fucking kill them. That's why they did it. That's the whole plot of the movie. Y'all miss that shit, man. What? So, yeah, then they go to the Colombians. They kill the Colombians, and they climb above everything, and they surprise everybody, and that's who, how he becomes Tony Montana. That's the part of the movie I'll miss. What? Later, guys. Have a good night. Bye. What? Wow. Ed, Ed did we yeah. miss the entire turning point of Scarface? <laughs> he clearly did. I mean, I know he's he's a uh, cinephile. Um, yeah. Steve will will tell me that he's he he he's probably done a lot of watchings. He's well. He's clearly he's very like he remembered I mean, Rabanga's name. Like he, he knows missed, the characters. Missed, I mean, he's describing a scene that I just completely whiffed on. It seems very important to whiff on. I do. I I recall the scene. They're like, hey, you know, I got because. They were going to offer him 500 bucks to do something else. And Tony's Tony was insulted. And then the driver's like, hey, what about that other thing? I didn't realize it was like, oh, set him up to get murdered. Mark the Nomad, what's your familiarity with the 1983 Brian De Palma? I, I love, uh, I love Esther Abraham. I think his yeah. character is massively underrated in that movie. I think yeah. um, uh, that particular scene, he's right. Um, that's kind of the turning point in in that movie, but, um, it it doesn't matter how good the plot is. I cannot get past Pacino's terrible Cuban accent as someone who's married a Cuban woman and has been around Cuban family members in Tampa and Florida. Yeah, no, it's it's real bad. bad. It's bad. Hey boys, uh, I'm going to be serious for once. Um, you talk, talking about prostate cancer and getting, checked uh by fingering in the ass uh which brian seems to like but most guys uh, don't think do anyway what you can do is actually have a blood test and they check for i think it's called psa uh you have a psa count because i we've done some blood work uh through work that did a physical and that was one of the things that they did for us and they they test that count in your blood uh bloodstream i guess but Anyway, that's one way to avoid having a random stranger stick a finger in your ass. So just a small public service announcement that you can get checked and uh, do it easily. And it's something that you could potentially have uh, to prevent cancer. Oh, so take care, guys. Okay. The more you know, everybody Thanks, should Lala. do that. Now, Lala, when you when they're like, hey, can you uh, when they're like, hey, we could just do a blood test for your PSAs. You're like, hey, but. What about the other test? What were they like? Oh, you mean the Paul? And you're like, yeah. Could you give me the Paul? And they're like, yeah, we do that too. We also we also offer the Paul here. Okay, here's another. One. Hey guys, what's going on? Tyler's got me here. Uh, hey Brian, you were kind of trying- hey, it's daylight savings and Kyle and Scotty, the farmer. Who hey. alerted us that there is no actual farming reason. Four Can you tell us scenes. why? I, I can't remember. I, it's been explained to me like 20 times. I still don't know what, what it's for. I don't know why either. Daylight savings, everyone hates it. There's no, there's no reason for it, and yet we still do it. 
father of a two-year-old and it has fucked my universe. Oh yeah. Five yeah, o'clock yeah. in the morning, that little yeah. shit got up this morning. Yeah. They so, don't care about the time. No, they don't they know don't that give shit. a fuck. They don't know that shit. And also, I happen to be when we when we sprung for when we fell back on Sunday, it happened that I was in the state of Arizona. Oh, they don't I, do that. Yeah. I got up that morning and I was, I was at my dad's house and I go, Oh man, I can't believe this daylight savings. And he's like, and he just looked at me like, what? And I go, yeah, you know, the thing and he goes, Oh yeah. He goes, we don't have to worry about that. And I'm like, what? There's just like a couple spots, like Hawaii doesn't do it. It's like flipping a switch. You just turn it off. Like, yeah, we're not doing that. Well, if they turn, why don't we just do that too? Why don't the rest of us just be like, no, we're not changing our clocks. Yeah, I don't know, conscientious man. objectors. Yes. We're just, we're just not doing it. Yes, All I know like, it was 530 and the sun's down and I'm like, what's going on? What if we, what if we Aaron Rodgers it and we just don't change our clocks, but we just pretend like we did. And then everyone will be like, oh, they're on the same time as us. And we'll right. be like, wink, wink. No, Why didn't you change your clocks, Mark? Well, I'm a critical thinker. Right. Joe Rogan told you not to. Yeah. Joe Rogan told me. Yeah. Trying to find a little farming or something like that. I'm not sure. But uh, you said something about they breed a cow and it spends its whole life like that. Oh, okay. Hold on. I was reading was- last week the things that people just discovered and that one of them is that cows don't always have milk. They're not. He's, they're just not, he's a dairy farmer, right? He's a dairy farmer. So he's going to know about this. Maybe he's going to set me straight. Maybe they do. But it's my understanding that a cow needs to think it's pregnant or think it's nursing to have milk to to produce milk. Milk getting milk. But actually, uh, you're right. They produce milk after their. Did you hear that? What he just said? You're right. Yeah. He said, you're right. Bread, just like a human does, and after a while, they uh, quit producing as much milk, so they actually get dried up for a while, put out to pasture, and they get to hang out for a while, and then they get rebred again. We get another calf, and uh, the production goes up as it's uh, rebred, and when production goes down after six, eight, seven months, we... Give her her time again, and like I said, redo it again. See, uh, yep. Any more farming questions? Yes. You just let me know there, guys. Yes. yes. Keep up the good work. I'm listening every week. You guys are awesome. I, Peace. No, I want I want to ask a bunch of farming questions. Well, he we know his best customer because that's in one of the later stories, right? Yeah, he's yeah he's a dairy farmer. I feel like Kyle does it like the right way. So he's like we the she has a baby. And then we, we keep her milking as long as she milks. And then we put her back out to, he even uses all the terminology that we just think is like colloquialism, but it's actually the real terminology. Cause he goes, then we put her out to pasture, but that's right. he's being literal. Yeah. He, we say that when we're trying to get rid of old people. Yes. When we're, yeah. when we want to get John Madden off TV. So then she, he puts her out to pasture. Then the bull he does. He he doesn't care if it's no nut November. He comes up and he pounds that ass, puts another calf in there, and he's and Kyle's like win win. We get another calf, and also she's making milk again. But I feel like the like the big factory farms they like juice it. 
they're like, Hey, let's suck out of the, all the milk out of this thing in, in, until she's dead. Unlike well, Kyle. Yeah. Who factory does it the right farm. way. Kyle they, sounds they, like the most alive person on the planet. Right? I'm envious of yeah. the joy in his voice for someone who just is like, he incredibly knowledgeable about milk. And it's like, this is my life. And he, it's just he's a out simple there doing life. it. He's, he's doing he, it. He lives in Wisconsin. He, he follows the Packers. Yeah. He loves PBR. He has all sorts of farm stories. Like that time that rat ran up his pant leg. I mean, the guy's just awesome. We love you, Kyle. We're going to ask you more farming questions. Okay. Quick um, email. Ballers. Last week, I was going to send a sports-centered how rich is this fucking guy as a troll move to Brian. It was going to be about how your Dan, isn't it your Dano? No. Your Dan Alvarez and how he makes a half million a year and the Astros got him for the Dodgers for a shitty relief pitcher who eventually gave up runs in the World Series to the Astros. He was coming it's off a monster baseball. It's very much so. Yeah. Also, I believe the Dodgers had two Jordan Alvarez's at the time, and they they accidentally traded the wrong one. He was coming off a monster ALCS in which he won the MVP. Fact. Much to the chagrin of literally no one outside of Houston, he went into a slump, and the Strohs went down in undramatic fashion to the Braves. Luckily for me, I am a lazy person and never got around to sending that email. It's a pretty long setup. So for this week's How Rich Is This Fucking Guy, I present David Lee Roth. Old Diamond Dave, have you ever heard the isolated vocals on Running With The Devil? It's fucking amazing. Please share at least a minute of this with the, with the listeners. Well, a lot of production help here. Anyway, oh, you're not supposed to tell us the, how much he's worth, though, Adam. Anyway, according to Celebrity Net Worth, he's worth $60 million. Good for him. I thought it would be much less. I, I That's from guessed, Adam in Houston. I would have guessed like 35 30 because Eddie wrote sold, this stuff, right? Yeah, they sold a lot of records. Yeah, I, I know, mean, but, higher, but I, would think Eddie, I would think Eddie would take, you know, everything. I'm going way higher for one little fun fact about Roth. Never been married. Yeah, Never had to a, split a dime with anyone. That's a really good point. He's a confirmed bachelor. So yeah. I'm not. It's all mine. Doesn't doesn't Compounding seem to bibbity, bibbity bop. Doesn't seem to date very much. Okay, let's listen to a little. He hasn't found the right gal yet. <laughs> let's listen to the isolate. He's only <laughs> sixty six or whatever he is. Oh. Oh man. Oh yes. I mean, this this is what he sounds like when he's coming. He's ejaculating. He's he's definitely nutty <laughs> in November. Coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this part. This part. I'm. I mean, I want to start doing this when I. I live my life like there's no tomorrow. Wow. What a talent! So he gets prostate checked. <laughs> <laughs> really not. <laughs> okay, let's talk some not sports. Well, it's time, it's time for not sports. Not sports segment, segment on the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Not sports, not sports, not sports, not sports, not sports. I'm talking about the segment now. 
Ed, what is going on in the world of non-sports? R.I.P. William Lucking, who played Colonel Lynch on the A-Team. He was the Army guy. And uh, he was on Sons of Anarchy, which I never watched. Well, he's really, let's see. William Lucking. Well, he, he was 80? This must be an old picture of him. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Now, the A-Team was a weird. Oh, man, this guy looked pretty good for an older guy. Um, remember there was like always they, they would kind of run into the army every once in a while because well, they were on the, the run. They were on the right, run but, for a crime they didn't commit. Right. Yeah. Nineteen seventy-two. Yeah, yeah. They were uh, they were Vietnam vets, and they were on the run, and they were doing you. But you could hire them in in and case somebody in your town, the sheriff in your town, was squeezing you for a little kickback on your on your dairy right. farm. They'd come in and then they'd shoot a lot of AK-47s at the sheriff and his men, but no one would ever die. They'd all always dive out of the way. Right. Guns shot sparks. Yeah. And the gun shot sparks. Exactly right. And also B.A. Baracus, he didn't like to fly on planes and he's like 5'5". Five, five. Um, R.I.P. Ed, what else? Uh, mom gives birth to three girls on the exact same day, three years apart. So she has three daughters with an August 25th birthday. And uh, I was just doing some math on this one. Dad likes to fuck on Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving. (laughs) That's maybe the one day of year I've never had sex. I've never Uh, had sex on Thanksgiving. No, unless unless you slam it in the morning. Because yeah, maybe maybe, but you're not you're you're not having gravy the same day that you're having sex. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Gravy Maybe. and mashed potatoes and sex don't mix. Let me tell you something. Maybe. We're gonna have sex, and then we're gonna go get some fucking deals. Maybe they. Maybe they're the, those people that camp out overnight, and they and they stick it in the tent. You know, overnight. they're like outside of Target. Sounds like one of LSU La La's fantasies. He's gonna be sending us an email or a voicemail here. Yeah, I was in a tent outside of Best Buy in 07. He's oh he's done it. He's probably done it for sure. Uh okay, Ed, what else is going on? Uh sad story. Ed Sheeran uh revealed that he will not use public urinals. He doesn't want people looking at his dog. And I Baby's choice. It's a choice I make. Baby's choice. Watch me shiver while you shake. Your reputation your reputation precedes you. And who would do such a thing? Yeah, I know this guy, this poor Ed Sheeran. He's just, he's got his little wormy ginger dick. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thick, thick red bush, an orangey red bush going, you know, he's just trying to take a piss and uh, he's got to be worried because he's famous that somebody might be looking at his dong. What do you think about that, Ed? I just, I kind of, feel like this is bad for society if there are people out there doing this kind of thing Dick I, don't, I don't support it i've no. got i got big problems with people like that yeah it's horrible yeah. bad people. Poor ed i'd have beef with someone like that yeah, yeah. for sure you know what you got to do is um so you know i was golfing i got this one buddy that i golf with just gonna re- remain nameless but he's he's really 
he really notices how I take a piss when I golf. And he's not, he's not um, Daly's choice in me because he's a good distance away, but he'll be like across the green and he'll be watching me take a leak and he'll be like, Oh, good to know you only use one hand because you're whole, you got your putter in your other hand or whatever. And then one time we're golfing and he's like, do you really need to get it out that early? Like, cause I, you know, cause I'm, I'm already, I'm trying to be ready for when I get to the tree or the bush that I'm going to piss on. Yeah. I feel like Ed Sheeran's got to lean into it and just, just go like, um, like, uh, who's the, oh, Paul Rudd style and just walk in and just oh. drop the whole pants to the ankles I and agree. just let it fly. Like you gotta, you gotta embrace your insecurity and just get that little red fucking dick out there for everybody to see Ed Sheeran alpha move yeah that's the move uh what Um, i said hey fam there's still a lot more of this episode to hear but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers click the link in the show notes or go to the ballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show Hell yes, the lifestyle's baller Podcast getting bigger and not smaller Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do With Easy Ed Daily and a man Jay Stew And Brian Beckner quick to dissect the week In sports and culture and whatever Talking loud, covers, conundrums, my brothers Reviewing some movies and shows and others Top podcast, man, no one is above us Pop star, pop